Hey everyone, Steve Carroll here, and this is the EM Basic Podcast. Today's episode will not be about EM Core content. Instead, this episode is for the new incoming interns about to start their journey into residency. It's an episode on the big picture advice that I would like to give new interns. This won't be a long list of many little tips like show up early, stay late, and always be learning. If you just started your intern year, then hopefully you've already figured those things out. Instead of a list, we'll talk about four pieces of advice that go a little deeper than the list of advice I've seen out there. Think of this as the big picture view on how to approach residency, the 30,000 foot view, if you will. This episode will be in the context of an EM intern about to start their residency, but if you're thinking about another specialty or going into another specialty, I think this advice will translate pretty well. So let's get started. Here's piece of advice number one. EM residency is a three or four year exercise in figuring out what your attendings want. The earlier you accept this, the better and more productive you will be as a resident. What I mean by this is that every attending will have a different way of doing things. This can seem enormously frustrating at first because it may seem like you're getting so many different messages. Think of it this way. You're a single learner working with many different attendings. Each attending has their own knowledge base, risk tolerance, and ways of doing things. On the flip side, I am a single attending working with many different learners. Each learner has a different fund of knowledge, a different way of thinking about things, and a different way in which they learn best. As an attending, I wouldn't expect every learner to be exactly the same. At the same time, as a learner, you can't expect every attending to practice the same way. Instead of getting frustrated by what seems like many mixed messages, figure out a respectful way of asking your attendings why they are doing it this way as compared to what you have seen other attendings do. For example, you could say something such as, I've seen other attendings approach this differently and explain what you've seen. Anyone who works with residents or students should not take offense to this, but rather should take this as an opportunity to acknowledge that there's practice variation and teach their thinking on this topic. The best attendings will acknowledge up front when they teach something that they know has wide practice variation. One final way of looking at this is that your residency is the opportunity to see many different styles of practice and mold your own practice, taking the best parts of each attending that you work with. The next point I'd like to make is that attendings teach what they know. When you first start off, the knowledge base of your attendings can seem overwhelming. I found myself thinking, there is no way I'll be able to know what they know when I graduate from residency in three or four years. It's just too much to know. This can be frustrating and intimidating, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Attendings teach what they know. Especially in EM, everyone has their own subset of knowledge that they are really great at, so they will likely teach that frequently. For example, if you're on shift with me and we start talking about airway, then you should get comfortable because we could be there for a while because I'm a huge airway nerd. However, if you ask which toxic alcohols cause which lab abnormalities, yeah, I'm going to need a minute and probably an up-to-date consult but the next attending you work with may be really into tox and know that off the top of their head. You can substitute airway and tox for critical care, ultrasound, sports medicine, pediatrics, and the list goes on and on. And trust me, there are attendings out there, the Renaissance women and men, if you will, that truly know just about everything there is to know, and that's its own skill set, the same way people are experts in all other topics. And just about all of those attendings have more than a little gray hair. So don't get frustrated if it seems like the knowledge base in EM is endless and impossible. Trust me that you will learn what you need to know during your residency, and you will develop an area of mini-expertise if you work at it. 
My next piece of advice has to deal with moving on from the reporter stage to the manager stage. As an early medical student, the expectation is that you can report your findings accurately. As a later medical student and intern, we want you to move beyond this reporter stage and into the manager stage. We need to know that you have thought through a plan on how you want to manage the patient. As an intern, that plan does not have to be 100% correct. You just need to have a plan. So here's the advice. When presenting a patient, you should rarely ask your attending how they would manage the patient without giving your own plan first. For example, let's say you have a young female with chest pain and shortness of breath. The not as good way of giving your assessment and plan would be, this is a 20-year-old female with chest pain and shortness of breath. Should we scan her for pulmonary embolism? The much better way of presenting this would be, this is a 20-year-old female with chest pain and shortness of breath. I don't think I would scan her for PE because she has no risk factors for PE and normal vital signs. This is a much better way of presenting this because it has shown that you have made a gestalt assessment of the patient and what their plan should be instead of just reporting what you found and asking how you should manage it. If you present it the first way, you haven't made a management decision yet. If you present it the second way, we can have a conversation about wells and PERC criteria and ways of risk stratifying patients for PE and tie it into your own gestalt assessment. So if you ask an attending in a management question such as, would you get a CT for PE on this patient? Don't be offended or think the attending is being lazy when they say, what would you like to do? This is our way of forcing you to think through the patient management plan and committing to it, which is a vital skill to learn in EM. As an attending, my number one job is to keep patients safe, so I won't let you do anything unsafe. So make that management decision when you present the patient. If I don't think it's the right plan, I'll tell you so and teach why I think a different plan would be better. As a resident, you will be wrong sometimes, and that's okay. You are learning, and remember what I said about practice variation between different attendings. So resist the temptation to ask your attending what you should do in regards to a management decision without first making the call yourself. My fourth and last piece of advice is probably the simplest, but most important piece of advice, and it's this. Residency is a long three or four years. It's fun sometimes. It's hard a lot of times. You're going to work a lot. However, residency is finite, and your life will get better as an attending. When you start as an intern, everything is new and exciting, and you should hold on to that feeling for as long as humanly possible. However, somewhere around the middle of your first year, maybe sometime in your second year, after a few intense rotations in a row, you'll probably get a little frustrated. You'll probably think to yourself, this sucks and it's never going to end. I'm going to work this hard for the rest of my life. I am here to tell you that this is not true. Yes, you will work hard during residency, and the hours will be long, but trust me, it does get better, much better, when you're in attending. As an emergency medicine attending, the only reason you would work as many hours as you did as a resident is because, for some insane reason, you choose to. I don't think you would get much argument from EM attendings when I say that if your attending job has you working as much as your residency hours, you should find a new job. Your life as attending will get better. You have multiple days off in a row without having to give up one of your kidneys or work 15 days straight. So-called golden weekends in residency will become just weekends. Sure, you'll have to work weekends, nights, and holidays, but having a full weekend off will not become a rare luxury anymore. Don't get me wrong, you will work hard as intending, but your work-life balance will be much, much better than it is in residency. You will have more time off and fewer demands on your time. So keep this in mind when the hours are long and they seem like they're endless. I assure you that life gets better. 
And finally, if you're feeling burned out or having a tough time, please, please, please seek out support from your residency director or someone you can talk to in your residency program. We are all there to help and we are there to support you. We do not want anyone to feel like they're doing this alone. There have been far too many suicides in medical residents and we want them to stop. So please take care of yourself and seek out support if you're struggling. And that's all I have for this short episode. As always, I'll do a quick recap of the four pieces of advice. Number one, EM residency is a three or four year exercise in figuring out what your attendings want. The sooner you accept this and learn to incorporate different ways of doing things, the better you'll be as a resident. Number two, attendings teach what they know. Keep this in mind when it seems like there's no way you can catch up with the knowledge base of an attending. Number three, you should rarely ask your attending a question on management without first giving your management plan. Having to change a plan is okay. It's why we have residencies with attendings to supervise you. Not committing to a plan does not help your growth as a resident. So move beyond the reporter stage and make sure to think through a management plan for every patient. Number four, residency is hard and the hours are long, but it's finite. Your life will get better as an attending and we have much better work-life balance. Please seek out support from your residency leadership or trusted mentor if you're struggling. That's it for this episode. I hope you found this useful as many of you have started your first shift of EM residency within the past week. Please let me know if you have any comments or questions on this episode and what you think of this advice. I'm all ears. Feel free to post a comment to the website aembasic.org or email me at steve at Until next time, Steve Carroll for EM Basic, signing off.